Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What is up, Field Street Forum Radios on the air? Wednesday, April the 13th. A little after 8 o'clock. You know what time it is. Time for Field Street Forum Radio, where we talk. Georgia football, Georgia recruiting, all things Georgia, all things pretty much anything really. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover it if it's if it's really pressing if you don't know the truth of it. But uh, main focus, of course, is uh, Georgia football and recruiting. I'm your host, the real Dre, joined tonight, as always, by Jason Harry Dog. What's going on, man? Oh, not a ton. Not a ton, not a ton right now. Yeah. I thought it was kind of fun to turn on the Braves game. I was like, oh, Matt Whistler's got a nice little little game going. Fourth inning, you know, no runs so far. One hit, two hits, something like that. Bam! Home run. <laughs> not not the good bams. <laughs> then, how was how was how was how was High school baseball in Georgia is so good, but after that, it's just <laughs> holy couple, crap. A couple of batters later, another two run, a two run homer this time. Good lord, dude, it's it's just bad this year, son. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think my sixty eight wins is possibly optimistic. I don't know. <laughs> it's bad, but. Eh. Maybe Georgia. Well, at least we beat Georgia. Beat Georgia Tech in baseball what, yesterday. Yeah, and freaking Robert Tyler didn't even pitch. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, they get hammered out in uh, College Station at Texas A&M this past weekend, and at least they came back and beat Tech anyway. I think, uh, I think the nerds were ranked too. Do what? I think the nerds were ranked. Awesome. Oh, yeah, they were like, uh, I think, number 20 or something. Yeah, 19, 21, something like that. So, I mean, hey, whatever. Anytime you can be the nerds is a good thing. Exactly. We'll give them their props and not kill them too much tonight since they beat Georgia Tech. Yeah, I'll let let it slide a little bit. But tons of football to be talked about this week. Thank God football is back this week. Come Saturday, they will be lying, teeing it up between the hedges, my man. For G-Day, Kirby Smart's first G-Day. He wants 93000 in the stands. Think he makes it? Think, think the Georgia fans respond? I, either way, it's been a rousing success. It's been much more successful than, you know, G-Days in the past from what it sounds like. Usually, Georgia brings in between forty and 50000 I think. Wouldn't you say that would be about accurate? Um, yeah, I think so. I think we'll do it. I think we'll come close at least. Yeah, I think we'll be a good, I think we'll be a good 70, 75,000 strong for sure. Um, 
you know, 93,000. I think I think it could be 93,000, but I don't necessarily – I think some of those upper decks might not make – because, you know, nobody wants to sit up there anyways, honestly. Um, but it's going to be fun, man. And, and first of all, I'm not sure who the marketing director is for Georgia, but uh, why would you let it leak out that you're going to have entertainment and then not get entertainment – <laughs> oh, so I see you're gonna get me started on that early. I mean, really? I mean, all right. First of all, okay, we're having Jacoby Stevens tonight, so let's get that out of the way so people yeah. didn't quit listening because of my rant. <laughs> yeah, hang around. Jacoby Stevens will be calling in. Jacoby Stevens is coming, but he's a great player. He's a Top big future. He knows what he's doing, unlike our incompetent jackass of an athletic director. <laughs> who I mean, obviously doesn't know the difference between his face and his asshole. <laughs> how I mean, many? How, and it wasn't a big deal to me, personally, where some artists coming, because, I mean, who cares? I'm going to watch the football game. I could care less who plays for 20 minutes. It's not even about that. It's about you running your mouth and screwing up yet again. Right. Again. How many blunders can you have? And it would it would be different if he was like some great athletic director whose <laughs> all the teams that he was over was winning and he didn't basically sabotage the last head coach. It'd be totally different if he was like some great guy that supported everybody and everybody loved him and he's like, oh, I just screwed it up, sorry. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, when you're an incompetent jackass in everything you do, everything? I mean, look, I guess... Why would they want to, you know, they, they mentioned, I guess, Lady Antebellum was the big, uh, who they tried to get. But why do you let it get out that you're going to have it but then not have somebody lined up? And then if if that does fall through, I mean, it's not like Athens isn't known for having a, a is it a freaking hub of, of entertainers and, and musicians and bands. I mean, I know there's schedules and concerts and probably a bunch of them are out on tour, but you can't tell me you couldn't have caught up like a Jason Aldean or, you know, Luke Bryan or Corey Smith. I mean, I think fans would have loved having Corey Smith come by and, and do a show even, you know. I mean, not as huge as some of those other guys, but he's probably as huge in, in the Athens area or, or in the state of Georgia as anybody, especially Lady Antebellum. I don't know why they even – I mean, they're big, don't get me wrong, but – not like there's any major thing to me. I mean, Lady Antebellum was just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. It wasn't like, oh, wow, we got Lady Antebellum coming to play, play be the uh, entertainment, music entertainment for the show for the day. I mean, how do you let that? How do you let that get out of hand? There's there's plenty of options to because you're an idiot. Well, no, I'm trying to trying to figure out how that how that happens. I mean. Well, how do you throw your star running back under the bus? I mean, well, yeah. how do you sabotage your head coach? How yeah. does everybody in the world hate your guts and want you out? <laughs> All 
Possibly soon, possibly soon, man. Uh, but yeah, that, it's just kind of well, what's the this, the little saying? I mean, Kirby probably goes to him and says, "You had one job." <laughs> yeah, well, I'm taking care. Of the, I mean, I'm taking care of the football side. You had one job. Get get somebody in there to, to entertain the folks for a little while. Well, you're supposed to be I'm over better. all of these head coaches. How are they supposed to live up and you know know that excellence is being demanded from them when you have a bumbling idiot ahead of them? I mean, yeah. Yeah, right, if my athletic director can do this, then it doesn't matter what the hell I do. Yeah. It's definitely a complete botched botched situation, man. I'll be completely what? honest. What is he not botched? <laughs> well. Man, I swear to God, if anybody says Kirby Smart, then I'm going to find <laughs> them. I'm going to hunt them down and find them. Because he had nothing to do with it. Right. Oh, he didn't hear the uh, press conference? <laughs> Give me a break. He can't even do a press conference right. <laughs> he walks in, and you automatically know he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Here, let's just stay on idiots. Speaking of idiots. Maintenance guy? <laughs> yeah, I talked to my nephew, and uh, you know, he got arrested the other day. He got arrested yesterday, you know, he he was coming over here, and, uh, you know, he had one of his old gaming systems, and it, you know, had a gun for the Xbox on there, and they saw the gun, and they charged him with a felony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody's playing Duck Hunt, huh? Um, yeah. We had an old-school Nintendo. We had Duck Hunt, and had the <laughs> Nintendo gun, and, you know. Dude, I mean, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I woke up yesterday morning. First thing I usually do, like most everybody, is check the old phone, see what's going on. First thing jumps out at me, oh, two Georgia players charged with felonies for having weapons on campus. I'm like, oh, my God. Adios. See ya. I can't believe this. What's going on? Why? What are these kids doing? Then you look into it. Oh, it's an airsoft gun or a BB gun, apparently, that... uh they had in their dorm room. Like, and there were indentions in the wall that some maintenance guy that has a ring full of keys on his on his hip. Which they always say that's that's the people you need to watch out for. The people with all the keys on their hip. They always like to think that they have a lot of power. So apparently, the, the maintenance guy went up to the room, saw it. It wasn't even that day, apparently, that, that anything had happened. He calls the police. Why do you call the police for for this, for one thing? But why wouldn't you go to the the dorm dorm manager or or, uh, the the, the RA, resident assistant, maybe tell them even if you don't want to? Oh, my God, he probably did. Or go tell the coaches. If you want to really get those dudes, I mean, look, the coaches would, would take care of that completely. So these kids would not even want to look at airsoft guns right now. Now now this moron has gotten them in trouble where they have potential felony charges against them right now. Tell me this. Okay. My first question is this. Just say everything's right 
everything's all good. It should be, you know, they should be charged, blah, 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 all that bullshit. We must, I guess refrigerators is the only place where McGarity isn't a cheap ass. <laughs> because who has a refrigerator that you can do $650 worth of damage to the door? Well, yeah. I mean, I want that refrigerator. I mean, it sounds like they're not very good shots if they're shooting the uh, solo cups. <laughs> but seriously, though, I mean, okay. Like that. Idiot move, yes. Dumb mistake, yes. You know, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. Something worth possibly ruining their lives over with selling any charges? Yeah, you're going to you're gonna make them felons and not, you know, take away their, I mean, we're not even talking, you know, not even talking about jail time, but if they get convicted of a felony, you take away their right to vote and everything. I mean, it's just a whole thing that's going to follow them the rest of their life for something that's not even... For a baby gun in their dorm room. They weren't harassing people with it. They weren't pretending it was a real gun and shooting people and scaring people. They weren't outside causing the campus to be shut down because of an active shooter. They were playing stupid games in their room the week before. Yeah. Of course, yes, it's against the rules. Yes, it's that choice. I mean, okay, yeah, they're not. They're smart kids. If they weren't smart kids, then they wouldn't have graduated early and be able to enroll early. So I mean, right? They're very smart kids. Okay, but they're kids. They made a dumb mistake. But you're gonna mm, don't even get me started on the whole political thing. Uh, to me, it's a political move. Uh, I, I, let's leave it at that. Somebody wants to. Somebody has an agenda they want to push, and it's a political move, and they're using two teenagers to do it. Yeah. That's what, what I think. Where's a little bit of the, the common sense or discretion on the on the officer's part for going in? If he if you go in and someone has sent you in saying that someone has a, a, a weapon in their dorm, and you go in and you find out that it's a damn airsoft gun, wouldn't you kind of just say, "Oh, look." Yeah, it's gonna be dumbasses. I'm gonna, I'm taking this for right now. We're gonna let people know what's going on. Don't be stupid. Don't you don't shoot it in your dorm. Don't. And and here's the thing. You know, I, I saw people saying, "Oh, don't why don't these guys? And don't they have girls to go chase after? Or don't they have such and such to do other things to do? Shouldn't they been a What are they doing up past midnight? There must not be. Uh, Kirby must not be working them hard enough in practices. I'm thinking. First of all. They're sticking around, hanging around in their dorm. They're not out, you know, they're not out chasing tail. They're not out getting in fights. They're not out trying to get, you know, alcohol. They're not out getting, you know, being drunk in the middle of the, in, in downtown Athens. You know, they're not out making trouble. It's just they're screwing around in their dorm. It's not some major issue. But anyway, the the cop had an opportunity there to just say, look, even go to the person that maybe made the call and say, look, that's, this is not a true weapon. Yes, maybe by definition, according to it, I guess maybe it could be, but also a knife in the cafeteria is also considered a weapon as well. So how much sense does that make? Um, I don't know. I think I think this is a failure on, on a lot of different fronts, if you don't know the truth of it. 
What do you think? I think it was a I stupid mean, mistake, but I think Julian Rochester and Ted Clay are the least stupid people involved in the thing. Yeah. And where do you go to whoever worked it, to whoever told, to whoever made the damn laws, to whoever made the rule book? I mean, you're stupid. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know any other word for it besides just stupid. Right. And I know there was some discussion on, on Field Street Forum in the Classic City chat about this whole situation and they are not don't blame the cops and blah, 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 and they're just enforcing the law. But fine, but cops are smarter than that too, you know? They're smarter than that. Yeah, and, well, I knew the whole they're only doing their job that would come up and, you know, whatever. I mean, the Nazis were only doing their job, right? <laughs> right. The Nazi soldiers were only doing their job right, so I mean, that can go both ways. I mean, everybody, all of them, I don't care, all of them, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. And yet. I grew up in Alabama, so I mean, <laughs> that's pretty dang bad. And you're near Auburn, too. So, um, exactly, I mean, 30 minutes from Auburn. <laughs> I mean, really. How you know, and then you this is that's the headline that makes all the papers and and you know gets all the attention. Oh, Georgia players arrested, charged with felony for weapons charges. You know, I'm like, well, and that's because they're all click whores, huh? That's just because they're all click whores. That's all there is to that. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, people talk bad about them all they want to, but you're still clicking on their stuff, so. Right. And until you quit doing that, then they're not going to change a thing. Right. But it's kind of deceiving. I mean, if you don't know the story, though, but I guarantee you there's very little retraction going on. That doesn't get all the major headlines or anything. Well, here, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How many articles, how many things on our front page have you seen about Julian Rochester and Jack Clay? Haven't seen any of them. Exactly. Right. A click isn't worth that for me. I mean, you can go somewhere else with it. I mean, if that's the kind of bullshit you want to see, then sorry, this just may not be the place for you. I mean, it's just an over over dramatized situation. I mean, there's no reason to (laughs) no reason to 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 put these kids in that situation. From the very beginning, but also, you know, don't be dumb. Again, don't get me wrong. It, it, it's dumb, but it's just a lot of much ado about nothing. I just don't know why it wasn't, it just wasn't shut down to begin with. You know, there's no reason for it to get to this, to this extent. I'll tell you this. If this thing get dropped, and Isaiah Crowell got off driving a car with a concealed weapon in it. Yeah. With serial number scratched off. Then I will have lost what very, very, very little faith I had left in our entire system. Yeah. I and I was just about to ask you. I mean, you got to think. I don't. I don't know if there's any attorneys out there that are listening, but. If so, feel free to call us at uh, 
I mean, it's just nonsense. I mean, if I'm a judge, then I'm looking at it and I'm laughing at it. Yeah, I mean, it's a good And then part. I'm trying to find what I can charge the people with that even brought it to this. Right. I mean, it's a complete waste of, of the county resources and... and I, I don't know. It, it, for for nothing. I'm sure there's plenty more bad situations or, or crimes that are being committed right now that, that resources could be focused towards than, than a BB saying, gun I mean, in, in a dorm room, not even out of the room. What happened? Now, that was another thing. Why is it that there was two? Why did both of them get charged and, and were arrested when it was just one gun, right? Uh, probably because they talked before they had a lawyer. I mean, to be honest. No. They probably said they... Yeah, I mean, I'm just it. guessing. I wasn't there, but I imagine yeah, it was something like that. And, I mean, surely... I mean, I know it was why the UGA PD, so it wasn't, you know, Clark County or Athens PD. It was UGA PD, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Just silly. Besides, somebody's trying to push an agenda for something. I have no explanation because yeah. no, literally, nobody is that stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand why it's got to this point. But whatever. But yeah, I certainly hope they both. I hope they both play Saturday. I hope they both. Uh, don't miss a single minute of any any games this year, to be honest. I think it's just ludicrous. But you're listening to Field Street Forum Radio. Your host, The Real Dre, joined tonight, Jason Harry Dog. Let's talk about good stuff now. I'm tired of talking about football. Idiots. Yeah. We got plenty of good stuff. Let's talk about William Poole. William Poole about to commit. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a good one. The uh, Dog Nation people put an article up. He, he says he's ready. Oh, okay. Cause he he'll, be about... a, he'll be at UGA Saturday for the second time in 10 days. Oh, and he's bringing family. Uh-oh. All right. That's always a good sign right there. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, that article, it talked about uh, it talked about his mom, you know, mom talking about, you know, I like Georgia, but if you go to Florida, you know, blah, 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 and someone. Uh, she knows he'll need the support, so she'll just move to Florida and all this. And and then he says that uh, he's making the decision that's best for his family. So. Well, good, good. good I mean, it can't, sound, it can't sound much better than that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, who else? Saturday is going to be a huge day as far as the recruiting list, right? Who all Who all is coming in for visits? Oh, man. There's Sandy. You need to uh, get your boy Demery. Keep him from Tuscaloosa, dude. Oh, is he coming? He's coming instead of going to Alabama. He's going to Alabama instead of Georgia. I'm like, well, dang, Dre, what are y'all doing? <laughs> well, I'm you know, they probably got a. Uh, they probably uh, sweeten the offer or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Slacking, man, slacking. <laughs> he, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it's good we're getting Jemias back on campus. 
Yeah, I think that'll be still Clemson battle, though. Yeah, we got to keep him away from Clemson, dude. Florida State, too, but probably more Clemson, yeah. I think, right now. Mm-hmm. And our boy uh, Jacoby will be there, so we'll get to talk to him about that. All right. Yeah, I think uh, I think all the commits will be there, I believe. Commits, uh, the kids that are coming in in June, I'm guessing they'll be there, too. Yeah, I imagine a bunch of them will be there. What about uh, some of the 16 kids that are left? Any of those that you know of? Or? Uh, I mean, I doubt it. Who knows? Real quick, what's the latest? Anything on Demetrius? Um, Robertson? I think you're about a few days away. What's the name? I yeah. think you're either late this week or early next week. Announcing the I mean, he, no, he he might he might be one that shows up, but you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. That'll be you know, he's had so many twists and turns with his recruitment. Yeah, I wouldn't even try to guess what what he's going to do this weekend. Yeah, um, but i i would I'd be surprised if uh, I'd be surprised if we're not talking about his commitment at this time at next week's. Uh, on next week's podcast. All right. So maybe two this weekend? 16 and 17? <laughs> I think so. I mean, seriously, I think so. And I mean, that's I don't think that's even being, opt- you know, I don't think that's being overly optimistic at all. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, how about current players on the team Something that jumped out to me was uh, Shakiri Wilson moving from receiver to running back and getting a lot of praise from Kirby on on how well he did. What do you Man, think? that dude, he can just play. I mean, he's he's just an athlete. You give him yeah. the ball and let him make plays, no matter where he's at. And I mean, that could he could move back to receiver during the fall. Kirby said in his press conference it wasn't. He didn't say that it wasn't permanent, but he didn't say that it was. He just said, you know, it's kind of a wait and see type thing. Because they had moved uh they had moved Nick Moore over there but then he got hurt too. Jeez. So, too many ding dinged up guys and need to need to have the injury bug go away for a little while. And you know what for I think a long while actually if I remember right, I think Nick Moore's was a uh M C L too. Oh really? I mean, you know, like we had the one year where everybody was tearing their ACL. Then you had the other year where it was something else. It looks like this spring is MCL. Got to keep – hopefully that will be the last one for, for a long while. That's for sure. Um, but you, uh, you did have Daquan Hawkins back in a uh, black jersey, so he even might play Saturday. That's what I was just going to say at first, they were saying he probably would be out till till fall or whatever, and then now I heard he very likely could, you know, like you said, suit up for Saturday. So that's great news there. Uh, I guess in Bennett's still same situation as that, though, not probably out till fall. Barnett? Or Barnett, I'm sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, would, I don't think I'd push it with him. I think his is probably worse than Hawkins. 
But I don't think he either needed surgery, though. Right. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, you know what I was thinking, though, is Shakiri Wilson moving him to running back. Does that give you a little bit more idea of where Kirby Smart thinks our receiver position is right now to be able to move somebody, or is it just completely out of necessity? Uh, I would say probably more out of necessity. I mean, I think we have great receivers. And I think Wilson was probably second team at best, you know, nothing against him. You know, I don't mean not, not a knock on him or anything, but, right. I mean, heck, if this gets him on the field quicker, then good for him. Yeah. Um, and then our buddy Tay Crowder, we've been – well, a couple of us, uh, Calvin, you and I have been talking about him a little while now. Where's it from? Got a good look. <laughs> Harris County. Where's, where's, where's it from? Where's it from? Say it again. Harris County. That's right, baby. He's one of them but county boys. He keeps getting a, a lot of attention from, from Kirby. He's really getting, making some noise out there on the practice field. So. Well, he's a big dude, man. What, 6'2", 6'3", 220, 225? People thought he may he, – uh, people were thinking he may transition out to receiver, you know, because of his size or, or tight end. Uh, evidently, I surely thought that, but evidently not. I mean, I knew – I mean, you know, I mean, I've seen him play live mm-hmm. a bunch. And, I mean, I knew, I knew he was athletic as heck. Mm-hmm. I, I really I really thought he'd end up moving to, like, receiver, you know, H-back or, you know, some kind of outside role like that. Mm-hmm. But they, he's – they said he's. They said a lot of people. They said he's doing pretty good. Yeah. So that's good news. I mean, do you feel comfortable right now with the running back position? I mean, we're coming in. You know, we got Sony, of course. Chubb is. You know, you got to be careful with him, but it looks like he's really. Not, I mean, you can't say he's back to where he was or back to form or anything, but he's. Certainly, well ahead of schedule from what it seems like. I mean, man, that dude's ridiculous. He's a machine. <laughs> He's just a machine. There's no other way to put it. I mean, he he works so hard, and, and it's got to be more than just working hard. There's got to be some kind of a, you know, some quick healing properties there or something going on. Well, I mean, he's always worked hard like that, though. If you remember back before he even committed. All these other kids are posting beach pictures on spring break, and and this dude was working out, and he did that while while he was at Georgia too. Mm-hmm. All all the players went on spring break, and he went back to his old high school and was working out during spring break. Yeah, I mean, he's, just, he's a freaking machine. He's I mean, he's an Optimus freaking Prime. I mean, <laughs> you get a leg blown off and just attach it back and go. <laughs> That'll be uh, that's going to be something to look forward to, man. With him, him getting that first carry back is going to be just a. It may register on the, on the old Richter scale or something, man, because the crowd is going to erupt. I mean, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with the running back depth during the spring right now, no. But I do when game one comes because I think Chubb will be ready then. Yeah, is he going to play? Just from what people that have been at practice are saying and. What Classic City has said, who has contacts within the strength and conditioning, you know, department there. Mm-hmm. 
I feel comfortable because I think he'll be back for North Carolina. I think he'll run the ball on the dome. Mm-hmm. And it might start off not carrying the load like he did last season, you know, split it. But I think he plays game one, to be honest. Yeah. As Do long as, see- like, there's, like, no setbacks. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even think he would have to keep advancing at the pace he at the astronomical pace he has been. I think as, as long as he stays the course and there's no, you know, big setbacks or anything, then I think I think around the ball on the ball. Mm-hmm. Do you, you think he we see him anything more than just on the sidelines Saturday? No, no. There ain't no way a man touched the field Saturday. <laughs> give give him a tote and let him tell nobody to touch him. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I might be pissed at Kirby if he does that. <laughs> and I don't get this to Kirby too much. <laughs> It'll be good just to see him out there. I think he, you think he suits up. Think what? Think he'll even suit up? Nah, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, good news. Yep. Just quick reminder: it'll be on ESPNU at. Uh, I believe it's 4 o'clock, right? 4, yep, 4. And that's going to be fun. I think one thing... Yeah. I think uh, as a presser, one of the things, one of the articles we did from the presser is uh, how Kirby was basically pissed at the defense because the offense was outdoing them. Mm-hmm. And, and our take on it, my take on it at least, was I don't know if that's a bad thing, to be honest. After yeah. after last year's offense, if if they're outperforming anything that looks like a defense, mm-hmm. that's good news to me, baby. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, I don't foresee the defense dropping off a ton. It's not improved. Well, see, that's my thing. Okay, yeah, you know, we lost uh, you know, Bailey and Mays and all that on the defensive line. And, I mean, it's not a knock against them, but I think the guys that are moving in for them are younger, but I do think they're more talented. I mean, just being mm-hmm. honest. Right. I mean, I just I mean, I mean, just really honestly think that. I mean, they're younger. They're going to have to learn. But, I mean, as far as physical and, you know, talent-wise, I do, I do think they're more talented. So, I mean, we you know, we got to replace Jenkins and Floyd. That's the big thing. Right. But, I mean, you had the times last year when Devin Bellamy was the best outside linebacker on the field. Well, I was about to say, you got Bellamy and Carter to hopefully get And, and then by all accounts, Carter hadn't done anything but stepped up this spring. You know, so, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think the defense is in bad shape, not with Kirby and Mel Tucker and all those guys over there, not with Rocker coaching the defensive line and, and all that, I mean, that's why I'm saying I don't think it's such a bad thing because I don't think the defense is in bad shape. And, I mean, I understand they're kind of learning a little bit of new concepts, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too worried about that because if there was some even a small problem or even a big problem, then, I mean, you have – who was the best defense coordinator in college football as your head coach? 
I don't see there being anything there that he can't really fix. Right. That directly well, is the problem. I think he was doing more. I think it was more challenging him, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I was just about to say, if, don't you think if there was a, he saw a serious breakdown or some kind of, of major issue, we wouldn't have heard a word about it. Something that he didn't well, think he could fix, I don't think you hear a word about it. Yeah, and I mean, and during these practices, everybody knows this, so I mean, we don't necessarily have to say it, but there might be a couple of folks that don't. But during all these practices and stuff like this, you know, they do it to the offense and defense. They'll put them in positions like they'll put the offense first and five from the 10-yard line until the defense stop it. Right. Or, you know, first and goal from the 10-yard line, and you know, until the defense to stop it. And so I think he might be talking about more situations like that. Mm-hmm. Than, than anything. I, I don't I think he was just challenging them, to be honest. You know, they may have had a bad day Thursday and Saturday. He mentioned that. Like, normally, you know, you kind of go back and forth. The offense have a good day, defense have a good day, and they kind of switch it up. But, the, you know, between the practice Thursday and scrimmage Saturday, the offense had two, you know, good days in a row. And so, I'm sure he was pissed at them, but I think it's probably – trying to challenge him more than anything. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's definitely not one to uh, hold back his words in press, you know, press conferences. He'll use it to challenge players. That's, that's, I mean, you can easily see that so far. He doesn't miss his words whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Of course, I like. <laughs> I'm like, heck yeah, use it, dude. Yeah, I like. Uh, I've liked how he's handled things so far, and, and even uh, obviously overall. But I mean, I mean, uh, even like the press conferences and things like that. He, you know, he lets people know and lets the media know what he wants them to know. I tell you what, man, I'll stick by this. Of, uh, you know, I mean, there's been a couple of things where you know, okay, he's a new coach. You know, he's got to do better with certain things, but. I mean, if he handles, if he coaches, and there are, if, if we have our coach in the way that we have our recruiting and the way he's handling the roster and, you know, the walk-ons, adding all these walk-ons and boosting up that program and, uh, I mean, recruiting and the way he's handled other things, if he coaches close to all of that, then we'll be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, any updates on your on the quarterback situation? Probably Lambert and, and Bryce won the you know, no. one, two, and then Easton will kind of float around. I think all three will probably float around from from roster to roster. Really, you know, we don't go to the practices, so we kind of read a bunch of stuff and try to you know use those guys to learn what's going on. Oh, uh, Jake Rowe had a good one on. Uh, 24-7 sports uh, about how uh, he may have kind of gave us a hint that that Lambert might be the guy right now. Hmm. Because he said something like to the effect of what did he say? He said something to the effect of one of these guys will do something to catch up with Lambert or something something to that effect. Those weren't the exact words, but he's like, you know, you get Ramsey and 
he'll do something great and look like he's catching up to Lambert or, you know, looking like he's right up there with Lambert and then he'll do something boneheaded again. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, that's my words, but it's something to that effect. Right. Where it's looking like <laughs> like Lambert might be the guy right now. I think it's obvious that Ethan's probably the most talented and has a better arm, but, you know, you know, he's doing what first one quarterback should do right now that has, what, 14, 15, 14 practices under his belt. You know, he's right. just doing what freshman quarterbacks are probably supposed to do right now. Yeah. So, what do you think the the? And I know the last thing Kirby cares about is is the, you know, what the public wants. But do you get the feeling that if it is anybody but Easton, there's going to be a lot of concern and, and angst in the in the among the fans and everything? Yeah. Um, for maybe among the casual fans, but anybody that really halfway follows it, I mean, they have the to know that he's just an automatic starter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, you know. I mean, you know, you'll have the guys that probably couldn't name five people on the team that are like, oh, where's Easton? Why the hell aren't you starting Easton? Easton, Easton, Easton. And, you know, I mean, you'll always have those, but. Anybody that really follows it on that, I mean, and it's a long time. Freshman isn't ready yet. <laughs> yeah, long time till fall camp. A long time till September the third. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, he has a ton of time to grow up. I mean, well, fall camp will be, I think, twice as long as spring camp. So I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he'll have all summer in the weight room and all summer in the playbook, and you know, that practice on their own thumb and. Help them out with that, and well, the coaches can spend what eight hours a week with them now. And so, right. I, I can't, I, I can't remember if it's all the time or just in certain times, or I can't remember. I think during the summer, I think they can spend eight hours a week with them. Mm-hmm. Told me that'll help tremendously. Do you think the time between now and the start of fall camp, or or the or fall camp, will be a bigger role? Yeah, it'll have to be fall camp. I mean, mean, all of of it's important, but, I mean, you're not going to see, like, Grayson Lambert start G-Day and him and Ramsey split time with the ones and Eason be with the twos and threes. You know, G-Day's the last practice of the spring. You're not going to see that the last practice of the spring and then all of a sudden see Eason number one the first day of the fall. So, I mean. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I just mean, like, just going in and, and being that, that film rat kind of thing, you know? I mean, that, I think that's been the, I mean, I don't know personally, but I, I just get the feeling that that's been the biggest knock on Ramsey is that he, I think, and even Kirby's been, you know, really talking him up and just, you know, trying to, to pull more out of him as far as leadership and, and kind of that just, showing that he wants it kind of thing. I think he even said that. Um, I just get the feeling that, that he just doesn't really want – doesn't seem like he commits himself to the off-the-field side of preparing yourself as a quarterback. And and, and I feel like that's what's driving these coaches bonkers. If, if they could get that part of it in, drilled into him, they feel like they've got a, a potential – you know, possibly even a Sunday 
football player on their hands. Well, I mean, the kid obviously has a cannon for an arm. I mean, yeah, I can't deny that. I think it hurt him growing up in the wing V. Mm-hmm. And he probably should have transferred and got away from it when he had the chance. But, I mean, you can't just tell his kid to transfer from school. You know, I mean, yeah. if he doesn't want to, he just, you know, wants to be with his friends. And I mean, with any team, just about at any level, your quarterback can't just be another player on the team. you got to differentiate yourself. You know, if they see the quarterback's not the hardest worker, you know, in the film room, in the weight room, you know, leading and you got to lead everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to lead in the film room. You got to lead in the weight room. You know, you got to. You need to be the first one at practice, the last one to leave. You know, I mean, the whole nine yards. You you just have to be. Right. And if you're not, then you're just another player on the team, and not somebody that everybody looks up to. And I mean, if everybody doesn't look up to you, they're going to follow you. Right. Uh, it's going to be fun just to keep up with it and, and keep hoping we see what we, we believe we can see from these kids. I, uh, I, tell you what, I think the, uh, the offensive line that they're running out there now, you know, they had uh, they had Baker at left tackle, Wynn at left guard, Cubes at center, Sims at right guard and Pike at right tackle. But the past two or three, I think, two or three, they've had Wynn at left tackle, Sims at left guard, Cubes at center, Galliard at right guard, and Pike at right tackle hmm. for the first team. That's, I like it. said, uh, they said Baker had been getting too many penalties <laughs> depends on, at, uh, at practice. Depends on what kind. If we're talking holding, all right, yeah, we can't have that. But if it's for, like, <laughs> being overly aggressive, personal foul. No, I imagine, I imagine, I imagine it would be holding. Because, <laughs> I mean, you don't really, you know, I mean, it's, you wouldn't really do it for snap count stuff, stuff like that. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, you kind of learn a new offense. So. Yeah. I mean, you can't just let it go, but you know, you wouldn't make a change unless it was more holding than anything. And with Seth, this has a lot to do with him being more primarily defensive lineman in high school and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to be able to... Yeah, I think he also played on the offensive line in high school, but... I mean, defensive line was more of his primary position, and I know that's what he was originally recruited as. So, right. Yeah, bring him in. You add, you know, your second string guys, and then you also bring it in Catalina. That kid is huge, man. Did you see those pictures? Man, that dude. That's what a left tackle. That's what I was a lineman <laughs> left tackle supposed to look like, baby. <laughs> he was massive, dude. That's my boy. He ain't nothing but a big old country boy, too. <laughs> you know, I, I guarantee you right now, his first night, first week, whatever, on campus, him and Ben Cleveland are going hunting. <laughs> With their bare hands. <laughs> and they're bringing Sam Madden back someday. <laughs> that, okay, 
here's my thing, though. The second team offensive line was already bigger because they had Big Ben and Sam Madden at the guard positions, right? Oh, yeah. So they were already bigger, but, but they had uh, Bynum at left tackle, who's like 275, I think, you know, 280 maybe. Now that they made the switch, it's even bigger because you got Baker at left tackle on the second team. Right. So you got <laughs> Baker left tackle, uh, Dick Ben left guard, and Madden at right guard. That's a huge offensive line for the second team. That, that's one thing I'm going to be looking at Saturday. Right. I mean, that's insane, man. There's some houses on that offensive line. No kidding. Uh, got a call here. Let's see. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Hello? Hey, what's going on, Gavin? Oh, what's going on, guy? Right, not much. Talking a little G-Day Georgia football and talking a little bit about the silliness going on right now last couple of days, too, but What's that? August. Oh, nonsense. Apparently, uh, BB guns are felonies now. Um, oh. oh, you're going to get me started again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm trying not, yeah. trying not to cuss on the podcast, man. <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> uh, what's going on in your world there, Calvin? Not much, guys. Not much. Hey, maybe maybe you can help me, Cal. I need somebody with some uh, East Georgia connections to keep uh, Demry out of Tuscaloosa Saturday. Hey, man, I I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I knew somebody was able to get them out to Athens to talk them into coming to Athens. I mean, but I think they I think they're running DJ off too in Athens. Yeah, yeah I saw his article he uh, he wrote up. That was. I feel like I don't know. I think he he still wants to keep it up. He he feels like he's not. I think I guess we'll find out here in the next few days because maybe after G Day because you never want to hear you know a kid like that saying he doesn't feel like you know they were well, checking the old staff. I think the old staff wanted him at receiver, but the new staff you know they're trying to get a lot bigger. You know, guys six three, six five, stuff like that at receiver. I think they're probably one of more as a defensive back. And you know, they got a bunch of guys that are after a defensive back. Well 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 I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say that the old South necessarily wanted him at uh, I think Pruitt definitely wanted him on the defensive side of the ball. The 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 other guys saw saw the stuff and wanted him on the offensive side. So they were saying you know, we'll give you a chance on either side. And then when the new guys came in, you know, I think he, I think he did the correct thing with decommitting because he didn't know him. You know what right. I'm saying? And so it starts over, but when it starts over, I don't think that he felt like they put him as priority more than the other guys that were coming in. And like you said, on and your defensive backs also, they, they like them long and everything too, but they started making the guys who were already on their radar 
at Alabama, that's how he feels, more priority than him, you know, as far as contact and stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes you you, you know you got a you got a kid in the in your back pocket, and then you kind of lay off, and then here comes that like you say the old the old regime with uh, the guy who offered him his first offer, and he feels like he got a pretty good relationship with. And and I and I read something and they could be feeding him a little something. <laughs> you know, hey, they don't need you down there, da da da. You never know. And and the more you look at stuff and the more you look at stuff on the internet, which you shouldn't be looking at anyway, and then you got people calling you and saying this is what they're saying, that's that's a bunch of garbage. You know, and I think grown ups need to if if they're close with a kid, they need to stay off the boards and stop telling the kids what the fans are saying because fans are always going to say stuff, especially when they feel like you're not going to their school. But, you know, when you got grown-ups calling and saying, well, they're saying that you're not fast enough. They're saying this, they're saying that. That's a bunch of garbage. But on the other hand, you know, they 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 did say that they didn't think he was, uh, that he was shying away because of competitiveness or something like that. Now that's that's something that uh, I know is definitely not true. You know, any any time he's able to compete against any of those guys, this dude is the most vicious <laughs> dude you would ever want to deal with. I mean, if you watch if you watch some of his stuff, like some of the blocks while he on offense when he was playing and he was playing wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, he like he like to take your head off. He'll hunt you up, especially. Especially a linebacker, so I mean, there's no fear on that part. But you know, when when, when people take those kind of jabs, at you, and they're fans, like I try to tell them, you got to separate that stuff. You have to separate what people are saying because, of course, I'd be upset if you if you don't go to my school. We don't need you. We don't want you. The next best thing that come on that we offer, that's who I'm saying is the best. I mean, that's just the way we do it. We we're human beings, and we're loyal to our schools and. That's just the way it is. I tell you what happens a lot, and no matter any recruiting situation with any of these teenagers, fans need to shut the hell up on Twitter, on whatever, Instagram, Snapchat, the whole nine yards. All these adults just need to shut the hell up and leave these kids alone. But the reality is that ain't going to happen. No, that ain't going to happen. What happens is, a lot of the time, as during this recruiting process, a lot of these kids grow up a lot because they kind of they find out a lot about what the real world's like. Yeah, yeah. So he, so, you know, it's, it's like you say, he's got, he's got, a, he's got a dude. DJ's got to do DJ. He's got to yeah. worry about him and the coaching staff that he's talking to, and he's got to make his circle small. And and only the people that he that he trusts that have been with him that you know that he knows he can trust. And he's just got to keep it between him and them, and and he's got to do him and do what he has to do. Yeah, because what cause what's going to happen is in the spring. I mean, dude. I mean, if if this is where you will see if your priority if they want you, because then they come in to see you. They come to see you, then we can sit down and we can talk about your 
your your misconceptions or your or, or the conceptions that you have that I mean perceptions that you have that's right. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because if we come and see yeah. you and you sit down and you say, Well coach, I felt like you know, I felt like I wasn't a priority. Like now, you know, because that's the kind of question he don't ask. I mean it's it's no doubt. Yeah. He's such an intelligent kid. He's gonna sit down and he's gonna he's gonna you know, he's gonna bring those questions to the forefront and so when you do you get an answer, and then you go from there, and you know, and all this heart stuff, thinking with your heart, all that is cool. But you better use your head too, because your heart gets broken a lot. So you got to use head and heart. You weigh it all up, and you go with it. You don't just go with it. Oh, I got a feeling. It feels like family. I hear that a lot. All that mm-hmm. sounds cool, but guess what? All of it feel like family when I'm trying to get you. You know, when I when I used to try to get them girls, you know, it's all. Everything is their way. We can go here. We can do that. Once I got you, now you got to work. We all mad. We got to work. We got to work this out together. And it's the same thing in this recruiting thing. Because you, once you sign, once you go off to school, then we're dating the next guy or the next girl. And then you're going to have to come up and you're going to have to do your job. And there's no more patting on the back and stuff like that. So you have to just see where you where you fit in. And I think the most important thing is, Knowing the coaching style more than just it feels like family. You know what I'm saying? If me and this coach ain't gonna get along, there's no need me to be there. If if I have to tell you if any of your visits don't feel like family, then they ain't recruiting you right. Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't be the biggest thing because, I mean, I make anybody feel like family if I want them to come play ball for me. Exactly. So. So all that is, oh, yeah, they got a family app. What do you think they're going to come out and tell you, oh, man, that's the worst place? You think the third-string cornerback, they're not even going to let you sit down with him if he's just grumble. You're not going to sit down with him doing a visit, and he ain't going to be able to tell you, man, I can't stand coach. This, that. That's not happening. They're going to put you in front of the guys that are starting, that's having a good time, and have potential to play. So you just got to think that thing out instead of these kids get caught up, man. They get caught up with everybody patting them on the back and smiling and loving them so much. I wish I had the chance to do it. (laughs) Yeah. It would be great. But there's a couple things. I mean, you got to think about what, you know, this coach has had. It seems like they're kind of going in in different ways. Yeah, they're going after them, dude. I mean, they they hit IMG, you know, was it last week or week before? St. Thomas, you know. Yeah, they hit Florida heavy last week. And then, you know, and you got to think, too, obviously the coaching staff coming from Alabama, they were in on the top recruits in the country already over there. Anyway, that's right. They want to check the interest from what those guys that they've already built relationships with over there, you know, and engage their interest in coming to Georgia. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, the, uh, they have reached the out. same thing just oh, happened with, uh, with A.J. Terrell. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, and of course, you know, he's got Jaden Hunter as a, you know, good friend and teammate, so Hunter was kind of on top of it, too, but, you know, he felt like Georgia wasn't recruiting as hard as others. And, you know, I mean, he's a 6'2", 175 pounds. You know, he's got length, long arms, and he's fast, so, you know, so, so he felt the same. You know, Georgia wasn't recruiting me as hard. And then, I mean, they got him on campus pretty dang quick. Mm-hmm. It was like, yep. dude, we didn't know, you know, we didn't know that. You know, that's our bad, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
and and now Georgia's all over them. So, right. Well, that and you know, and setting up for you know, look, nothing's going to get in the way of recruiting for for this coaching staff. But you know, there's there's a lot of things going on right now that, and I feel like you know, didn't didn't Kirby and him talk a little bit over when he was at Alabama still? Who that? DJ and, and Kirby, or DJ yeah, and Alabama but, staff. Yeah, yeah, Kirby was the one that was recruiting him, but. They were they were also saying that you know they wanted him to to come to camp. They they offered him, but they were, well no, they they didn't offer him until Pruitt got there. I believe he got an offer when Pruitt. See that's this is what a lot of people don't know that no one really has seen DJ in person as far as that in a camp setting, except for Georgia, except for the coaches at Georgia, except for Pruitt, except for Mark Rickman. When he was a ninth grader going to tenth grade or something like that, mm-hmm. I mean, they were the first ones to see him. And so, in these other camps, he hadn't ever camped that. And so, when when offering him, see, the poor offering him on defense, he offered him on defense because he saw him play defense in camp. Now, when they when we got there, the the uh, Mark Rick said, "Well, look, he offered you on defense, but." The officer, the coach staff, watch your film again, and they want to offer you on because all you got to look at it. His tenth grade year, I mean, his ninth, I mean, his tenth grade year, all he did was play wide receiver. He didn't play much defensive back, so most of his film was on offense. Right. So now, so now when you when you're putting him in a in a spot, and you're saying like Kirby, for instance, when you put him in a spot, and you're saying, well, where are we gonna play him at? We see him. Playing this wide receiver stuff and some and some quarterback, but you know we can kind of fit him in the box of a of a defensive back, but he's never went live for us as a defensive back, and so that's where that comes in. You see right. what I'm saying? And, but but, but like I said, that's what I told DJ when he was on with us. I, I really feel like his future is is playing corner or, or maybe even safety. Yeah, yeah, I, really I believe that. I believe that too, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying is so these other people that are saying, look, we're gonna offer you as an athlete, but we gotta figure out where to put you at. And like I said, Alabama for so long, look, dude, I wouldn't care who you were. They wanted you to come down and camp, you know. And and if you're not playing wide receiver the whole time, or you're not playing defensive back the whole time, and we got you as an athlete, we really don't know where to put you. So to offer you, so to offer you as an athlete, and you're playing quarterback, and projecting where you're going, and I got a guy that's been playing for three to four years at the same position, and he's the lead at that position. Now, my thinking is I'm probably going after this guy a little harder. I'm just saying that's how I'm looking at it. You know, it's probably looking going at this guy a little harder. We want you, but we still want to see you. You know what I'm saying? And, and seeing you may not even be you coming to the camp, but when we come to see you in the spring, if we see that special thing out there, <laughs> see, you know, these offers are out there, but nobody's really committing. You got a few that's committing, and they'll take some commitments. But when they go through this, this spring evaluation, a whole lot of things change, too. You know, because yeah. they even told you at Georgia, they said, look, you, know, you guys got these offers. He said, they said, but, like, during spring, 
And then during the season, things can change. We go out there mm-hmm. and we see a guy that's such and such, and you can, and you can work yourself right on out of an office. So, right. So that's the, that's the thing. I think with them coming to see a live, having a live evaluation of him and, and seeing him, it, it may change the view that they have in him as far as importance. You know what I'm saying? So, well, so that's, that's, uh, that starts May 1st, I think. So, I mean, they'll be out there soon. So. Yeah, yeah. They'll see who they got to see, and then they'll have the camps this summer, and you'll really start to see who uh, yeah, everybody is about it, who they're not serious about. Yeah, everybody is panicking about some stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you, though, but Miami is showing them a good time, and they're loving on it. They're, just, they're really loving it. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. But, but, but you bring a guy in, and you, you go in there, and y'all look at the board, and your name is on the top of the board. Like, wow. You know, like, wow. Not not something that I'm just showing you, but each time I go up in there, I don't care who else is going up in there with us, my name is at the top of the board. You know, and it's because of the relationship, and they and they know how good he is. And right. Say, Look, this is the guy that we had pinpointed at the other place. Right. We're gonna make him. That may be, we're gonna make him. That, that may be the case, Cal. But don't you think that board changes when the next kid comes in? <laughs> not, necessarily, not necessarily. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what I saw when I went to. Uh, I went to Alabama, and I thought. And I thought the same thing. I thought. I thought the same thing. We we messed around and walked into like the recruiting place. We got all the little young, you know, the young recruiting people, and we walked in there. And I saw some, you know, I thought like, damn, number two, you know what I'm saying? Number five, you know what I'm saying? They had them on the board, like, <laughs> and they weren't like showing it to them. But it was like a board in there, dude. Correct. And and I was thinking the same thing. But I think in this case, in this case, I think he's a, he's a piece for them that they can use multiple. And plus, plus I think they they like him. And when I say they like him, you know you know his personality. You know he's yeah. a smart kid. And look, if I could bring this type of kid that. That is soon gonna have the the uh, test scores to, to to get into uh, Stanford. If I can bring this type of kid down to Coral Gables, think about it. Now you got to look at it. Now they they know they can't change the whole culture because they gonna get those kids in Miami that got some you know got a little bit of problems. But if I can bring this guy in too, now you know it kind of changes the culture a little bit of what we can get back down in Miami again. We don't have to have just all South Florida kids, which ain't bad, but as yeah. far as perception, perception of don't they have a woman athletic director or a woman president or something? Woman just, president. Yeah, anyway. yeah, you see what I'm saying? To bring this type of kid in to say, look, this is what I'm doing. Well, Rick, you know he's a good PR guy. He's a great PR guy. He comes in and he, and he brings a little change. He ain't about the great change. It's about the little change. I got one. You know what I'm saying? And I don't each year I'm gonna try to bring in one or two of these guys. And so that helps them because they're trying to change the perception of Miami football anyway. You know? Right. So I mean I, I think I think that's the that's the key with that. It's it's they love him for one thing and then it's it helps them in bringing right. him in. So, so well, it's, I, I, it's, I, I, it's the same thing with Kirby. And, and all these guys coming to Georgia, if they didn't take advantage of that 
previous relationship they had, and I mean, they wouldn't be good exactly. coaches or recruiters. I mean, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. They just wouldn't be. It's the same thing with Kirby getting Jake Fromm to Georgia. You know, Bailey Hartman was another one that was uh, committed that that decommitted, and I mean, we yeah, haven't had any contact with him at all after he decommitted. And exactly. I thought we were after Fromm, and so. If Kirby hadn't taken advantage of that relationship with Rom and his dad, then you know. Yeah, you can't blame. That's what I'm saying. You can't. There's a reason blame. he's making all this money to do this. Exactly. <laughs> you can't blame people with relationships and the type of guys that they want. And like you said, if they have a, a longer relationship with that guy, and that's their guy. I mean, how can right. I go? How can I not get with somebody that's my guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I've been recruiting him for the longest, and we have a relationship. You ain't gonna have a job long. Exactly. You know, if you just start taking, you know, just taking people for no reason, you got to go after the ones that you think that you know that you probably had the longest relationship with. I know I would. I would take the I ones mean, whether, that I had. Whether it's whether it's DJ Dallas or whoever, I don't care who you're talking about. I mean, you ain't you ain't just gonna recruit a kid hard and right off the bat and take a kid because he was committed before. Exactly, exactly, and that was and and that was the other that was the other coaching staff. Sometimes I have to change the mentality. I have to go against not not just bec- not just because I have not just because I want to. It's just I have to. I want my type guys, and and you may be or you may not be, but you can't take advantage of thinking that you know this you know, this commitment or this relationship is good. No, you got to have a part in it too now. One thing about it, when you got when you got people this, this close to being equal or you may be a little better or may not or y'all may be equal, I got to go with the one that, you know, that I can trust, that, that, that I know. I'm not going to go with the one that I don't know that, that hasn't built the relationship. And relationships go two ways regardless of how you look at it. So if I don't reach out and you reach out, I know that you have a lot of interest. If you say something like, like, like now he he put out like I don't think they, you know, I don't think that they have me priority so much. So he kind of saying, look, dude, y'all reach out to me. But before they're not knowing that they're not knowing if the relationship good or not because if you're not talking or you're not reaching out to me. Then I don't know what the relationship is. Well, basically, basically, he's got to make a decision: is how much he likes Georgia the school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the in-state school. Does he like the academics? Does he like the facilities? Does he, you know, all that about Georgia? You know, that's always going to be part of it. You know, he's yeah. got to decide how much he likes that part of it, and if he likes that part of it enough to basically start over with a new staff, then. He might he might just have to start over with a new staff. He might have to come to camp and do his thing, and they say, "Oh, damn, that's why he was committed before." Yeah, I agree. And that's like, like I said, Spring, I, I think I think Spring will work everything out. Spring will work all that out. I guarantee. You. Mm-hmm. Didn't you think, Calvin? Or you know, we talked to him before, but I got the feeling from that article that he he kind of wanted. That's kind of what he was trying to get accomplished: is saying, "Hey, I'm still down here." You know, yep. still way down here in southeast Georgia, you know, I, I still love – I, I kind of got the feeling that he really still likes Georgia. <laughs> right, but right. But he's just kind of like, hey, you know, 
What about me? What about me? And that's why I'm saying it's the same thing with AJ Terrell. Basically, the same thing happened, and yeah. he was like, "They're not recruiting me." You know, whoever did whatever they had to do, and very, very soon after that, he was just on campus, and now he's like, "Oh yeah, George is up there." But, but, but can I say something else? And the greatest thing right now is they, they, these kids got to understand too. These folks are in the middle of spring practice. Right. And if, and if you ain't coming to visit, I mean, show up. Come visit. Yeah. <laughs> Come to practice. Now, it's a little easier in the Atlanta metro area to get there for practice. <laughs> so when you show up like that or you show up to a sad scrimmage, like everybody don't have that kind of money. DJ was able to go to Miami those few times, which Georgia may not know, but he got family down there. So, if I have family, then my then my parents probably gonna go down there, and we can visit, and we can visit. So we could we kill two birds with one stone. But when you're talking about driving all the way up to Athens from here, that's a long ride. Now, if you're talking about riding all the way up there, and you're gonna stay the weekend, now you're talking about having to stay the weekend. You gonna pay well, to stay the weekend? You know? I think he's got plenty of people up there between Roquan and. And Bryce and all them guys, he, he definitely right, right. But he don't, but he don't drive up by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, now, See that, that's a, now, you say it's a long way up to Athens. It's about twice that down to Miami. So <laughs> no, it's a, no, it's, a it's about eight hours down to Miami. No man, no, 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 no. It's the exact same. It's the exact same. But then you have a place to stay when you down there. Not you, but the people that take you down there. So it, it it makes a little difference, you know. Hang on one second. Uh, oh, did you see? By the way, real quick, uh, did you see Jason that uh, Eason tweeted out "Happy Birthday" to uh, Demetrius Robertson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, the uh, the uh, Florida recruiting analyst for twenty four seven. Put in a crystal ball pick for William Poole to Georgia. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's on. I really, I really think, it, I really think it could happen this weekend at G Day. I really do. Right? Because he he said he said it'd be before May, and so I mean you got two weeks, and he's, and he's bringing family to G Day, so I, I think I think it might be on. Yeah. All right, man. Google Maps says it's six hours and nine minutes to Miami. Okay. The Coral okay. Gables. All right, and I do, and I do the other one. All right. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> well, you sold into that internet. <laughs> I knew, I knew what Dre said. Hold on, he was looking at those. Yeah, I was like, what is? I'm four hours and forty nine minutes. Four hours forty one minutes. Two hundred seventy eight miles. You, Man, come on. I I, hey, hey, I don't know where you're going at. It don't take us no four hours. It takes more than that. Both ways. <laughs> I know it took me a hell of a lot longer down to Miami than it did to Athens. Well, maybe, maybe it's, you know what? It's equal It's equal to me. Because I'm a little, no, I'm just saying, I'm a little south of you guys. Think about it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little yeah, south. We ain't but a couple exits apart. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it takes me the exact same time. 
<laughs> exact same thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it is different when the, you know if you do have family down there, it makes it easier for arrangements. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I mean, you got family down there. You're talking gas money. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep. Right. But I think so. Denver's going to Alabama. Eh? Oh, yeah. just this Saturday he is. Yeah. We talked huh. about, uh, on my other show on the game on Sunday mornings from 11 to noon on WGIG 1440 AM. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked man about. We got a man put the plug in. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked to Sean Smith for a couple minutes and. Uh, he he was talking up uh, Mississippi State, Oregon, so this well he didn't he didn't mention Georgia. I started to ask him about it, but we don't I have. Doubt, I doubt Georgia is even in this top five right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's another yeah. one though, I think to keep an eye on as the season progresses. If he shows out and shows the kind of he's, tell me this, Calvin, what kind of how do you compare the Sean and DJ athletically? Just pure athleticism. Yeah, I mean, don't Sean you think is, they're very pretty similar? Yeah, Sean is Sean is, and me and Coach Hare <laughs> got we kind of had a discussion about this. I, Sean ain't is is Sean is a pure receiver. I was just he's like he's like a he's like a uh, Deshaun Deshaun uh, what's his name. Uh, 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 the real fast guy that was at Philadelphia, Jackson. Oh, Deshaun Jackson, yeah. Yeah, he liked Deshaun Jackson. Now, I, say, I feel like he's maybe even straight line speed. I think he may be oh, yeah, faster yeah. than DJ. But I think yeah. quick, though, I think DJ may have him. Yeah, but but when they play against each other, some kind of way DJ uh, he gets to him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna any two ways about it. <laughs> he gets him every time, dude. He he gets him every year. Just every year he gets him. But yeah. but Shaw, man, Shaw is special. He is. Yeah. If, if if he get in a if he get in a, a place and he get in a, a a weight room and get in the program, look, I seen this kid do some stuff, man. I'm talking about like in practice. He you know he all he'll he'll. He won't, but when they like, if he don't get the ball, he ain't engaged, dude. Mm-hmm. But when he when he gets the ball, it's like nobody can touch him. He yeah. he is not. Yeah, he is he's he's a pure offensive player, and that's what yeah. I was trying to tell uh, Coach Harris. He's like, well, nah, uh, he's just as tough as he. I said, no, he's not. He's not a defensive player. He don't even look like a defensive player. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is a pure offensive. Speed for days, great hands, great moves. They about to, they mirror each other, but I, I yeah. just like I just like DJ's mental capacity for if you challenge him, you in for boy. If you challenge him, you in for a big big night. I mean, he's gonna go as hard as he can, and and most of the time he's gonna come up the winner. I just like his mentality better. I think, I think the bottom line is what you're going to see with the Georgia and a lot of these guys at, at that size. and Yeah. You know, not a, not a knock against those guys. I think I think Georgia's going more of the Clemson and Tennessee route with their receivers now. 
he one, of those, one of those bigger guys, you know, six two, six three, six four, six five. I think I think you're going to see a lot more of that in Georgia now. I, I think they have to. I think they have to because the bigger guys that they have now are not fast. Yeah, they're just like, I mean, they just aren't. Yeah, yeah. They they look. I, I went when I went up there. The other, other no separation, no separation. I'm talking about <laughs> no a couple of times. You know when they were talking about the the defensive line got to the got to the uh, quarterback that first scrimmage, it was because nobody could get open. It was like mm-hmm. the play was dead. I'm like, that's been that's wow. been a problem for a while. Right, the receivers right. not being able to get separation. Exactly, and so that's why they're going after bigger, faster receivers because you got the guys that's in the slot and stuff. But I mean, are they tough enough to get off the line sometimes? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. When Sean mentioned Oregon, I, I, that kind of popped my eyes. I thought that could be a really great fit if he can if he can work that out, get him in that yeah. offense up there. Where? Oregon. Oh yeah. Get that speed. Get him in the open areas and get the ball in his hands quickly and everything. But he's a uh, but he's going to be playing quarterback this year too. So we'll see how it goes. Well, he might be. He might be. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I mean, I'd like to see him out where he can really make a difference. I mean, he can right. make a difference in that, but, I mean, all you have to do then is just, I could play man-to-man coverage all over the field because he's not like a great thrower. <laughs> right. You know? So, I mean, it, it kind of it hurts their offense if he's not outside and and making a safety come over the top of him, you know, because he can blow the yeah. top off the defense. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say we got a somebody calling in. Let me make sure who we got here. Field Street Forum Radio. Who do we have? North Georgia. Just listening in. All right. I'll assume so. Um. Yeah. What you gonna be getting into, Kyle? Are you gonna watch? Are you gonna be able to watch the game this weekend? Are you gonna? You know, I thought I had a. I thought I had a hernia. I was supposed to have surgery, but they found out it's not a hernia, but I got a bad strain. So, uh, trying to see. We're gonna try to get up there, but I'm not sure now. Yeah. If not, I'm gonna watch about ten of them. This I'm gonna watch like all of them that come on. I'm watching them and try to record them and watch them again until August get here. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> get my face. Uh, yeah, it probably makes it kind of tough to travel with that kind of injury. Yeah, not uh, not really. I'm, I'm, I mean, but I I got I gotta do uh. I gotta uh, do some rehab tomorrow and some more stuff. See how this thing go. I had an ultrasound today, so uh, trying to see what's getting going on where I can get back to work. Yeah, not fun, not fun. Uh, yeah, we're hoping to have uh, Jacoby Stevens calling in here in the next few couple minutes. Um, 
number one athlete in the country right now. That would be cool. Nashville, Tennessee. Have you seen him Whenever any of the camps, has he been in any of those camps that you've gone to? Not, not that I know of, no. I hadn't seen him. Yeah, he's uh he's he's another one that's going to be probably defensive back or, or receiver right now. Yeah, they they say safety, right? Yeah. Yeah. He uh looking forward to chatting with him as he he mentioned Georgia being his leader right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Was committed to LSU for a little while last year, and then and then decommitted to LSU. I guess when all the less miles stuff flared up and. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to talk to him and see where they stand still, too. Hmm. Has, uh, oh, did you did you check Florida's spring game with some of your some of your boys down there? Yeah, I, I, I watched it on TV. They, I'm telling you, uh, dude can throw the football, man. Do what? Dude can, dude can throw the football. They're real. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard. No, he can look. He gets it out of his hand quick, and he gets it to the people. So, I mean, he he gets, he, he knows that offense. I mean, I think mm-hmm. he knows it from when he was at Alabama, but he knows where to go with the ball, and uh, he gets it out. Of, like I said, he gets it out of his hand. So he's gonna be a little trouble this year. The only question question I have is I'm not sure how their defense is going. How their defense is, you know. I mean, they lost lost a lot, man. Yeah. uh, I know know your your boy, the the linebacker down there, still down there. uh, A beast. Jared Davis. Jared Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a so beast. He's, gonna, he's got a got his work cut out, and and it's kind of and you know this is a test too for for McElwain. That's kind of been the knock on him so far is that you know he's never been known as a, a an amazing recruiter or anything so far. So we're gonna have to see how he's fitting in in the area, bringing kids in to replace all those kids on the defense that Muschamp had brought in. Right. Hey, well. You know he got uh what's his name down there from Mississippi State, uh the yeah. coordinator. Yeah, they're doing they they're gonna be tough to beat. I I say this because they're gonna score some points. I think their defensive backfield is gonna surprise you because losing those guys that they lost, they didn't they didn't look too bad. I, I think Wilson is gonna he won't be hard grade, but Tabor is Tabor. And Wilson yeah. is physical, and he can cover. And the safety that they lost, they got a pretty good safety. The, the, the two safeties they got pretty good. They're just finding another linebacker to go with to go with Jared. And uh, the the line ain't gonna be too bad. The defensive line. Now the offensive line, they may have a problem there with depth. If some people get hurt, they gonna they gonna be in some trouble. Mm-hmm. So, but uh. Like I said, they gotta find a they gotta find a linebacker, another linebacker, because they only play like two, three. They played two linebackers all year, you know. Two linebackers. Right. They play with two linebackers. That's kind of hard. So they yeah. gotta find a, a linebacker that they can trust to come in there and play it. But Jared, 
Jared is so intelligent. He he's been helping those guys out a whole lot. So they're gonna be pretty good. I'm telling you, because they're gonna be able to score points. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be able to score points. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Um, speaking of linebackers, we were talking about Bellamy and Carter earlier, but if we slide inside. I'm really looking forward to seeing the Trez and uh, and Roquan really develop in this defense too for mm-hmm. Georgia, especially in the Trez. Yeah. And the Trez really just fits that mold of that big, fast inside linebacker that that Alabama's been known for. Um, yeah, he's been he's been a big mean dude ever since high school. He he's been that size <laughs> since high school. He's a big old guy. <laughs> oh man, he. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and and you still got, you know, Reggie Carter, and I think Kimbrough moved to defensive. Did he move to defensive end, or did he move back to linebacker? He back to linebacker. Okay. Tell me this: uh, when is uh, what's up with the uh, defensive line guy from Grayson McDaniel? I still haven't heard anything. I think he's still waiting on his uh. Clearance by, I think he's waiting on the clearinghouse, didn't he? Oh, okay. Well, uh, he'll be a he damn fool. He'll be a damn fool not to sign with Georgia with everybody that's going to be, everybody that's going to be suspended the first game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, mean, I think he was homeschooled for a couple of years, and then when he moved yeah, to Grayson, that's where they kind of, I think they wanted to just verify those, the homeschool stuff is what I was assuming. All they have yeah, to do is call call Jeff Han. He probably could he probably could verify it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked to him this past Sunday too. Uh how was how was that? It was real good. He was he, he was coming off vacation with spring break and everything, but he's he's moving away from the wing tee. Uh gonna fit it fit the offense to more to his personnel there at Grayson with uh Chase Bryce and, and all those receivers and everything, so Look, Coach Heron ain't no fool. He he's walking in. He told me he said, I'm, I'm, all I want to take is one coach, and that's my son with me. And <laughs> I'm asking all those guys if they want to stay, they can stay because guess what? They got a program. Right. Why would I come? Why would that? There's no reason for him to revamp that program. They was they they were winning, like almost winning championships. So right. why would I go in and change anything that they're doing? <laughs> he ain't no fool. Right. Well, that's why I asked him, I, you know, if, if it would be one of his more difficult jobs just because he's got to maintain the success ahead of time. You know, Camden was good before he got there, yeah. but they weren't that level yeah. that he, he no, pushed he, them to. Yeah, he know, put Prince them Avenue, Prince Avenue was, was good or, you know, for the however long they were around, but you know, he got into what the semifinals or finals of the of the state playoffs this year. So, you know, he's always been able to build a good program, but now it's going to be different walking into something that is as built and established. You know, no, he, he that, that level of excellence that they they're accustomed to. Look, his his biggest asset out of everything is organization. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the best organizer. That you would ever meet in your whole entire life, and so that's that's what if they already organized, and he can take it to a he can take it to a a a, a, a smaller level, that you know what I'm saying, better level, because 
is talking about time management, stuff like that. And what people don't know, he yeah, he's Wayne T. Dude, but his biggest thing is defense. He gonna put all, he want to put all the athletes on defense. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, if he gets yeah. on defense, he know he can win the game. So his thing is predicated on playing great, sound defense and offensively not putting yourself at risk of turning over the ball. But when you got a quarterback like he got, and you got the athletes that you got, you can take some chances right now. You know. But right. as long as your defense, as long as your defense can show up and stuff, you you'll be okay. And and that's that's his whole mentality. Lord knows he's got he's got the athletes to choose from at Grayson now, don't he? Oh, he got them. He got them, and more more to come. Yeah, and more to come. <laughs> he'll get more. And that's one thing he can do too. And in that area there, where he can get them, oh my God, this. <laughs> No, I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> dude, dude loves the athletes. Now he loves right. to have them, and if they want to come, he will. O- he will open up his arms for them. <laughs> but he still, they still got to contend with that one dude that's down here. The one oh, guy. Yeah. 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 Let's say no joke, man. Even though he rebuilding or whatever. If you get a chance, if he can, if he can gain some experience, yeah, if they can gain some you, experience throughout the year. Did you see Grayson's schedule that they're playing this year? Man, they, yeah, I thought they got like IMG. <laughs> they got all right. Listen to this. They got IMG. <laughs> then they play McEachern, <laughs> Deerfield Beach, <laughs> Ramsey, Alabama. I'm not. I'm guessing they're pretty good too. Rockdale, Shiloh, Archer. Newton, Hoover, Alabama, and South Gwinnett. I mean, damn, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they probably, they'll beat Newton. They'll beat Newton because Newton got a whole bunch. It's one thing he's good at. His team is going to be disciplined. This, yeah. this, is, this is where he wins at when he plays teams like Newton and Stevenson and stuff like that. They may be equal athletic-wise, or they may be better athletic-wise the other team that he's playing against. But if they're not disciplined, he's going to beat them. <laughs> I'm talking about he's going to beat them, and he's going to beat them bad because they're going to get frustrated with each other. And But a team like a team like uh, Hoover, Hoover's mm-hmm. going to give him. Hoover's going to give him a whole bunch of trouble. Yeah. They have they have a lot of trouble with that because it's gonna come down to just straight up coaching and mm-hmm. uh, you know when it comes down to straight up coaching I may have to get a Hoover guy you know the 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 because if you play conservative in those type games you get whooped you have to go ahead and you have to go ahead and do everything you can to win but yeah he got a tough one the IMG you know. Everybody's on their side. They got like everybody. They got a whole college team down there, right? Yeah, IMG. Uh, that McEachern game ain't gonna be too easy either. Well, we got McEachern too. Oh, are y'all open with them or? No, they come here about the second or third week or something like that. Yeah, they got they got McEachern. So McEachern got a heck of a schedule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be 
Now, Archer, I don't know. I mean, they've got so much depth, but they are losing a good bit of talent off of last year's team. But they They're going to Grayson, ain't it? Ain't some of them going to Grayson? Yeah, uh, well, let's see. <laughs> well, I know uh, Breon, Dixon, Breon Dixon and uh, – oh, my God. The main cornerback in the state this year. Yeah, James. Is James going? I thought James was going one time. They said James, but uh, you talking about Dick? Uh, 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 I know who you talking about. Uh, what's his name? D'Angelo uh-huh. Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 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 stacking. <laughs> D'Angelo played wide receiver. Oh man, with Chase Bryce. Come on, man. Coach Hand. <laughs> that ain't fair. <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh, Sean is uh, going on to to Clemson, and then Chase Price commits to Clemson soon after. <laughs> well, well, you gotta you you look further than that. Uh, the com the Kondicha guy almost went to Clemson. Yeah, and they and the running back at Clemson. Then they had the other quarterback that committed somewhere, and he walked on at Clemson. So. There's a whole bunch of them over there at Clemson, and that's how he got there. I mean, <laughs> these guys are using these things as stepping stones. Same as college coaches, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He got there for a reason. Uh, yep. Well, hoping to talk to Jacoby Stevens. He was going to Call in around nine thirty, but I haven't heard from him yet. Hopefully, he'll get a call here before too long. If not, maybe we can set it up for another week. Yeah. Yep. What are you going to be checking out uh, for G Day? Just keep an eye on the quarterbacks too. You know that, man. I got to. I got to. I got to. I got a dog in the fight. We see how hard my dog fight. Yeah. Oh, we can't talk about dog fight. We got to get get locked up. <laughs> get locked up behind that. I used to have a little dog. I make him fight all the biggest dogs in the neighborhood. <laughs> and then if he lose, you take him out in the woods and leave him there. I'm you know, I'm just saying that's that's how I grew up. It might not have been right, but that's how I grew up. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I think it it should be it should be uh interesting. I'm gonna tell you now, your boy your boy can definitely throw it though. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob can throw it, Gary. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, it's all just gonna be a matter of him learning the learning the offense, you know, learning the downs. <laughs> And just you know, having a good command of the offense, command of the huddle. You know, I mean, if he can get that that part of it down, I think the sky's the limit for him. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, the best thing for him is not to play this year. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. If he can, if he can, if they can get through the season without without him having to be a starter, dude, he is next year. Oh my God! I'm telling you, he's gonna be nice. He'll be great. Yeah. He'll probably do some good things this year, but you just don't want to 
you don't never want to mess with a guy's psyche that you know. And I think that's what I think that's what Kirby them. They don't want to mess with his psyche because they know how good he can be. That's why he was saying, look, he makes some throws that make you say, they didn't make some throws that, <laughs> you know, it's the wrong reads, but the touchdowns, and you say, well, it is a touchdown, but it's the wrong yeah. read. We'll take that. But I, I, I'm t- I think I think they will try to get him in this year, though, man. Cause... No, 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 no. I'm saying, yeah, in, but I, I'm talking about being a starter and having that pressure on him to have to go out and win games. You oh. see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I no, even, no. I... Yeah, I think even if he starts, I don't think. I think they'll they'll work the offense around the run game, you know, and try to have it just him just play off of that more than, you know, make it where he can has to throw the ball, you know, forty times or forty forty five times a game or something like that. Now, this is the SEC. It ain't gonna work like that. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, have to if if you want to win and the way they want to win, they want to run the ball, but they still right. want to get the ball down the field. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be pressure regardless. If you're a quarterback at Georgia. I don't care if you're coming in and mop up duty. If you don't get it done, dude, it's pressure all the time. Yeah. We talking about we talking about UGA here. You know, we talking about like like I said before, people reading stuff and saying stuff about these kids could be true, could not be true. But you know, you having to hear that after a good performance or a bad performance, you know, it, it's just it's just rough, man. It's different. It's just different. It's different. Right. You know, that, that's all I'm saying. I I just hope that they give him a year because if they do, if they don't put him in the situation where he has to do some stuff, mm-hmm. he is going to be, I'm telling you, dude made some throws. I was like, oh, my, the placement of the ball, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like just the throw. It was like, okay, it's on the outside shoulder right to the out-of-bounds marker. Where nobody else can get it, with yeah. sliding, sliding up in the pocket, sliding over to your left and throwing the ball, you know, and getting out a little bit and and throwing it. So that kind of stuff. Even though it was against the threes, it was against the threes, and it was with Terry Godwin and some of the other one wide receivers. Still, you know, it just was the placement of the ball. And the willingness to throw it in some places that Grayson would never try to throw it, you know, that, that, that excites me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ooh. I was like, oh, man. That's pretty goddamn good. You know? Right. That, that's pretty good. And, and he has it, dude. Man. When they talk about him, they ain't imagining and they ain't overhyping. I'm right. telling you. They're, they're not. If you give him, it may not have to be a full year, but I'm just saying, if you give him some time to grow and to, and to be able to see what's going on and, and, and get hit a couple of times by bringing him in for some series and, you know, just building a little confidence, the sky's the limit, dude. Mm-hmm. The sky's the limit for that guy. Well, you know what's, what's fun to watch, and I know it was at his high school games and stuff, but... It just seems like he understands the mechanics of, of how to get the ball where he needs it to, you know, drop it down to the side a little bit. He'll put, he'll take a little bit off, you know, add some zip to it when he can. He's not always just flinging it as hard as he can, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. He puts he's, good touch on his passes and everything else. Yeah, he, he's he's good. I'm gonna tell you now, he's really good. Now, 
I'm gonna tell you who I wasn't impressed with, and this was even before this was even before the spring game. Felipe Franks. Yeah. Uh, when I went to practice, he was him and him and Appleby. Appleby, uh, he wasn't that good either. Now the kid that didn't start a game at his high school <laughs> that got the scholarship up Tresk or whatever his name at Florida, mm-hmm. he can play, man. Yeah, he can put his coach. His coach said, "I'm probably gonna be on a thirty for thirty one day." For not playing this guy in high school, he's gonna be a great quarterback. He he's good, he's real good, and he didn't even play. I'm like, wow. Frank's man, I I don't know what, you know, I, I know it seems like something's got to be good about him, but from everything I've seen, film wise, and in that Army game, and I just saw a lot a long delivery, man. I I don't know, I don't know if he's got. The type of, of throw mechanic. I mean, they may have to revamp his whole throw mechanics if you want the truth of it. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think he ever played quarterback at, at Florida. I think Tress gonna end up being the guy that that they both came in as freshmen, and he's gonna end up being the guy that that, that throws the ball and mm-hmm. gets the ball out of his hand because their offense is predicated on getting the ball out your hand to the playmakers. And like you say, if I got a long delivery. <laughs> I can't get the ball to the playmakers. I'm taking too long to get it to him. Man, mm-hmm. you're exactly you're exactly right. You know, you got a long delivery. Like the other kid that got the uh kid that's coming in next year, Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he yeah, I, I he wasn't as good as I thought, you know, as they hyped him up to be either. <clears throat> From what I saw. Right. Well, so I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what what's going on the rest of the show here, but hopefully, uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, maybe not. If uh, I don't know, I, I, so going in, it sounds like you're you're pretty high on Florida. If you're going in, you, do you have them favored in the East, or do you still think Tennessee or Georgia or what? No, I'm I'm not high on Florida. I'm 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 high, high on. I thought it'd be in the mix though. It'd be them oh. Tennessee, them Tennessee and, and Georgia. I'm. Tennessee, I don't know, man. They they got a lot coming back as far as quarterback, two two running backs that's proven, and uh, but I don't know about the defense. I, I mean, I know Cam Sutton is back and some young defensive linemen are back. So, I mean, I, everybody everybody I talk to got them favored, but you know what? When you the favorite in the SEC East, you probably end up fourth. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was just about to say a couple of things. All that nonsense that's going on up there right now, yeah, got to be distracting for one thing. Yeah, you probably don't then, want to be. But then when you got to come in and and you're supposedly now the big dog on the block, or you're 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 the hunted instead of the hunter. Yeah, you don't want it's that a big thing. 
It really is. Yeah, I don't think you want that. Yeah, I, I don't think you want that. I don't think they really want it. And 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 one thing I know about them is they they kind of they kind of stuck on themselves too now. Yeah. So Tennessee, they get a little bit, they get a little bit going. And oh boy, look at here. <laughs> yeah. It's like they they feel like they've arrived when they haven't done anything. Exactly. So. Yeah. Gotta watch these guys. Mm-hmm. Heading into this this year, if you look over at the West, I mean, you got to go Alabama again. But I think I think LSU. I tell you what, they LSU <laughs> with their coaching situation, with what happened. They may have improved the most out of any of those teams in the West, coaching-wise, this past year. Yeah, like and picking up Aranda as the defensive coordinator. Yeah, that is that is a big upgrade over Kevin Steele, who ends up going to Alabama to Auburn as their defensive coordinator. That is a, a, a big upgrade, man. So mm-hmm. LSU could be could. Be in line to make a big move. Now, I did. I think I, somebody was saying that uh, Dante Jackson may be ineligible. I don't know if that's for next year or if that's just for spring or what. Well, who that now? You seen Dante Jackson, the uh, defensive back. Yeah. For LSU, sure. all that. Let me see. But the, he was he was one that man. I was sure hoping Georgia would pull last year, but they say they say your boy. Uh, D'Angelo Gill is going to be in Georgia on on, on Friday. Breaking oh, news. Yeah, that's what they just said. Breaking news. Nice. That, that's awesome, yeah. D'Angelo Gill is visiting for G-Day. Yep, instead of going to Tennessee. That's, that's, that's big. I ain't gonna lie about it. Yeah. With all the kids coming up there right now, and, and it's, it's gonna be a huge weekend. You ain't going up? Nah, I can't. Cost too much, man. I don't have any family up there. It's free, <laughs> man. The ticket. Look, I got your ticket. I'm paying for your ticket, man. <laughs> ah, dog. You got a free get a free Georgia game. You ain't going. Oh wow! <laughs> hey man, them hotels heard that Kirby wants ninety three thousand in Athens too. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the, <laughs> the hotel, the hotels are crazy all the time. Yeah. No, you get your place in Venezuela. Yeah, I got a softball tournament Saturday. I can't go, man. Oh, y'all gonna win it? I hope so. I heard that. I mean, you still ain't had our whole team kept taking fifth and third in it. So yeah, it's hard when you it's hard when you it's hard when you're grown up. You don't get everybody got other stuff to do. I know. Yeah, kids. <laughs> yeah, they don't you get mind. Kids. That's right. You get kids. They gotta be there because their parents are gonna drop them off. <laughs> yeah, we don't have them there at eight. Well, we don't play the two. Yeah, we dropped them off at eight. I got some stuff I need to do. 
Well, man, I tell you what, I think I'll go ahead and wrap it up for tonight, and we'll try to get all right uh, soon. But I appreciate you calling in, Calvin. No problem. What's your uh, what's the website you guys have going on over there? ExplosiveSports.info. We got training. We got training going on right now. We got kids out of Wayne County and Lynn County come over and train with us on Saturdays and Sundays. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter and Facebook at Field ST Forum. That's also the website FieldSTForum.com. All the latest news. All kinds of articles on the front page. And then check out the Classic City Chat in the drop-down box, the latest date updates daily. Tons of information that go on in there as well. And give me a follow at The Real Dre on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what have you. But uh, appreciate everybody listening in. Make sure you share the site, share the podcast. Uh, listen in, let it, let everybody know about it, man. We we enjoy it, man. We've had some big numbers here the last few weeks, so I, I do appreciate everybody helping us out with that. Uh, but until next week, signing off. So long, go dogs. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.